The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com. Good morning, good morning. What a horrible song. The man is, 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 what's going on there? It's Sam Smith. Anything by Sam Smith is great. Oh, Sam Jones. I don't care what his name is. <laughs> the man doesn't know how to mix the damn song together. <laughs> nah. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's cliffcentral.com. It's good to be with you on the radio, rocking and rolling, all the unradio, as we say it. How you doing, babyface? I'm, uh, you my new tits. I'm alright, I'm recovering. Sumizi's left us. First day without Sumizi. Well, it wasn't your half the time. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of feels a bit normal. Yeah, absolutely. I still don't, what is he doing? I don't know. Do you think he'd mind if I... Nah, let's not give him a call. Should you know? call him? No, this is like... We should treat this like a breakup, Alan. A breakup. You don't want to come across as the desperate partner who's left. I am left. desperate. No, 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 no. I miss let's the hotness. Be strong. I miss the... Oh, I do miss Sumizi. The fabulicity. Oh, the madness. I mean, I'm stuck with you. No. I'm stuck with you, but it's good. This is the Unview. My name's Alan Ford, and of course, the one and only Duncan is uh, sitting in the control seat, and it's good to be with you um, this wonderful Thursday morning at Johannesburg. Not too bad. Not too bad. The weather's kind of good. Great show up ahead. We've got Graham Watkins and Matthew Moraine is coming in from the Graham Watkins Project. New single coming out called Love in Abundance. I love Love in Abundance. It's uh, oh, a lot of love. I'm single at the moment. It's a lot of abundance. I know, can't can't wait to watch it. It's it's a, it's a song. Uh, oh, you want to watch me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll discuss a bit of the Oscar story. Oh. Um, we'll chat about the world class competition, the mixology competition that happened at Hyde Park uh, over this week. It was very very good. What a lovely event! We'll chat to Chef Benny from MasterChef. He was one of the judges. African singer Turby Yuster. We'll talk to him about his new DVD, and uh, we'll chat to Pierre de Villiers about the Nelson Mandela photo competition. All the celebs were there, about 30 people. Um, I was un- unable to attend, but Miss S.A. and Jenna Clifford and all these great people there to support Madiba. Of course, we're in the Madiba month. Absolutely. What are you thinking of doing for your 67 minutes? What am I doing? I'm spending time with you. That's, I think, enough of a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Or Ma- charity cases. Mandela would be happy. Potata. Uh, We'll yeah. do lots of magical, magical things. But you know what? The show is packed. It's very full. Let's get on with it. And this is the Unview, so it's good to be with you. So this is what happened. I went off to Hyde Park. Um, <clears throat> it was really, really fantastic. The world-class competition. Um, they had chefs, uh, or should we say mixologists. Now, do you know what a mixologist is? I've got an idea that it's uh, a bar attendant who knows how to mix cocktails and stuff. Well, I think there's a science behind it. I know Chef Benny uh, uh, will tell us in a moment uh, exactly how it works. You know, this is you know, like you become a top chef. Mm. These are guys that go through years of training. They travel the world. They go uh, on courses, and then they obviously learn to to use their own palates to create wonderful cocktails. Mm. And as popular. As great food has become and the signature food that people have around the, the world, so has cocktails. Um, and so this was a great event, I must tell you. Uh, and yeah, it's a, six top guys were involved. And uh, on the line, we've got Chef uh, Benny uh, to discuss it. Hey, Chef, welcome to the show. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Chef, it was lovely firstly seeing you. How's the Master Chefs thing going? Are you, are you, uh, is there another season happening? Uh, well, uh, the show has been put on. Now, um, obviously the brand has been bought by Endemore and mm. they're still restructuring and, and looking at how they're going to produce the show. But at the moment, no date as to when the next series is going to be shot. But uh, we're holding time. Chef, uh, uh, it's wonderful to see the fact that, that now the extension of food is now moving into drink, into liquor, into spirits, into the way people have an 
a gastronomical experience um, from, from all from in, from all different angles. Um, so this was a great competition. It's called World Class Competition. Tell me about it and how you got involved. Um, obviously, this competition has been um, it started by um, or brought to South Africa by uh, Diageo, um, and um, basically they um, go through the provinces looking for the best barman and mixologist, you know, um, to ultimately choose the right, uh, the one representative for South Africa to compete against 62 other countries. And the finals this year will be held in Miami. So um, from those regional um, um, competitions, six guys were chosen. um, And those are the guys that we were judging um, two days ago. And the... Tell me about the, the judging process. How did it work? I mean, how did the, the – I was there. It was discussed. Of course, there was a number of rounds. There was uh, cash prizes up for grabs, a lot of money. And, of course, that yeah. that trip to Miami to perform uh, with, again, 64 countries in the world. Um, so this is, yeah. not a, this is not a joke. This is a big thing. And the overall winner gets a magical prizes, you know. Uh, it was hosted in South Africa last year. This year it goes to Miami. Tell me how the judging process worked. What, what did you have to experience? Um, obviously we had to put these guys through challenges, um, six, uh, four challenges in total. Um, um, just testing them on how they would perform when, um, they have to do match spirit to like a retail shop, which was the first, uh, challenge. Um, and then, uh, there was, um, man behind the mask, which was, you know, um, choose a superhero and what drink they would have and also what their partner would have or what their nemesis would have. Um, and then for the third one, it was a rare moment. It was a Johnny Walker Blue Challenge where they had to create, you know, something special to match the, you know, the high quality and, and yeah. luxury of, of, mm. of Johnny Walker Blue. And finally, they had like a taste test where they had to identify ingredients, which we had about 50 ingredients. And also had to taste, you know, a punch which had over 24 uh, ingredients in it and just mm. to pick up from just tasting it and smelling it. Um, and then, uh, was it true that one of the, the one of the guys, I think, if I'm not mistaken, his name was uh, Justin Short, that he got 22 of the 24 ingredients? Yes, That's he, incredible. he's that good. You know, he's From got the a landmark. very educated. Yeah, he's got a very educated palate, and 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 also knows, but then sure. he knows how to break down. You know, um, um, whatever he's smelling or tasting, so he's very very good. Um, Dom Walsh also was one of those people that identified. I think he just came one short. Um, but it's, it's, it's that good, you know, uh, but the quality and, and the level that these guys are in, man, um, and with, um, Dom ultimately being, um, the, the winner, he's going to represent South Africa very well. It's a tough competition, but, uh, he's up for it. On the line, we have Chef, uh, Benny Maswakwameng, who is the, of course, master chef and top chef, actually, overall. Let's forget his celebrity status, but he is a uh, top chef, um, uh, in South Africa. Uh, chef, I, I want to ask you something that I've, I was slightly confused about. Maybe you could just help me and, 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 uh, and the, for me, it, it could have created a bit of controversy. I don't think it did, uh, because I think, you know, but I just f- felt that, you know the the bar company that won was was um, um, Molika Bars. Is that correct? Molecular Bars. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three of the three of the um, of the top sorry two of the top three were were winners. But one of the judges was also from the same bar company. Of course, all the drinks of the night was from the same bar company. I just got confused. Did they are they a part of? How does it? I found it a bit a bit odd, sir. 
Um, and that's why I wanted to ask you. I mean, I know it's audited, but and not. I mean, there's not. I don't want to make controversy where there isn't. And of course, the the Jew yeah. just one is that. I just found it a bit weird that one of the judges is from the same company. Um, two of the top three of the six people win it, and then all the stuff in the night is the same people. Just, just your thoughts. Well, um, obviously, these were independently judged. It wasn't like mm. just one judge, you know, um, picking up who is going to be in the final, you know. Uh, but I think it was fairly done. I mean, like, with um, the scores, there was at no point where, okay. you know, people were then convinced to vote for a certain uh, okay. or score a certain person high. It was your own personal experience, and okay. it was fair in that way. Obviously, um, they had more people representing um were represented in the finals because um, they were that good that they got into the okay. top six. But in terms of judging, it was independent and was also independent auditor, but it was purely from what we experienced and each judge would then judge it according to you know what um, um, they were looking for. Chef, and I wanted to ask the question because I don't want to take anything from obviously the winners. And yeah. Yes, and we don't want to do that. But I just it was something that that a journalist pointed out to me, uh, and then yeah. I just thought, oh, that's interesting. I didn't even know that. But but that's what that's why we ask the questions, and that's been yeah. answered. Um, Chef, overall, you know what? It's nice to see people um, loving their trade, and this is now a new industry. Uh, it has been an yeah. industry for quite some time, the last ten years. But it's great to see that all of a sudden people are making profession out of mixology, which is bartender. And, yeah. and, and, and that's great, I think. Um, I went off to actually last night to, uh, that, the landmark, which is, um, at, yeah. um, Cafe del Sol here in, yeah. uh, in Santon. And it was incredible to see they have over a hundred cocktails on their menu. Yeah. So, so, um, it, yeah. So it's, it's good. It's interesting to see that. And of course, I've been to, to just, I've been to actually Cliff Street House a number of times. I've been yeah. to the, the Casa del Sol. Um, actually, I've been to all these places. Clearly, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I like, uh, yeah, I do. What can I say? Um, but Clearly it's nice. You love to your see. Yeah. I do. I love it. I think it's, 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 it's like good food. It's nice to enjoy, you know, good drink. That's what I, I do think. Chef. You know what? These things have been around for a while, and we're just catching up to what the rest of the world is doing. But you know, and and we, you know, it's it's a growing culture, um, and it's something that you know people take pride in because you know they give it their all and it's their passion and they love doing it. And we, on the other side of the bar, just enjoy their creation. All right, well, that's magic. We're going to try to get hold of Dom a little bit later uh, on the show. His phone's off at the moment, but we'll, we'll try to get hold of him. Chef, uh, yeah. I look forward to having you in studio. W- w- wonderful chatting to you, and what an in- intriguing, brilliant story about your life and, and how far you've come in this in this business. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to have you in. Be good. No, cool, man. Cool, man. I'll be available. Chef, please travel safely to Cape Town. I know you're on your way there. Be well. All right, thanks, man. Shot, cheers. That is uh, Chef Benny Masakwameng, who is, uh, of course, uh, from the Master Chefs. You like your cocktails? Eh? I, I do. Uh, I think uh, the only thing I've ever had, and it's still a favorite of mine, is, is a long, is a Long Island. It still kills me. Have you ever had a Long Island before? Of course, I've had Long Island, they're, 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 but that's five hundred years old, man. That's, old <laughs> that's the only thing I know. Maybe no, you should have Dolly, taken. Need to send you somewhere. Should have taken me with you. Is Don Walsh on the line? We've got Dom on the line. Dom is the winner of the 2016 World Class Competition, and uh, I thank him for joining us. Dom, congratulations. Uh, he's from a company called um, Molecular Bars, uh, and he's been s- spent seven years in the industry, and uh, we'll talk about his signature drink. It's called an Old Fashioned, and we'll ask him about that in a moment. Dom, what's, welcome what's to the show. It? How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? Congratulations. <laughs> thank you so much. I don't think it's, it's, it's dead in yet, though. I'm still a little bit... 
little bit emotional about it. <laughs> Dom, isn't it great that this industry is, uh, has taken to another level? We have these competitions. You go overseas. You, 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 you experience um, 60, other, 60, 60 odd other countries' uh, uh, ideas when you go off to Miami. Firstly, you're obviously very excited to go to Miami. It is the, one of the cocktail capitals of the world. Definitely, definitely, and like to, to to have a competition like like this, and really kind of bartending can be almost like a thankless job. And like well, World Class in the Asia have just kind of taken bartending to a new level and kind of given us given us a platform to express ourselves. You know, it's very very cool. You're from Cape Town. Well, um, kind of. So I've kind of from all over. I was born in Cape Town. Uh, grew up in Joburg, moved back to Cape Town for a bit, uh, but now now I'm based in, in Joburg. I definitely represented Joburg. In, are you, uh, are you Joburg, Dom? Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay, because I I've got to tell you something that Cape Town for me, uh, and I, I I live in between two cities. Cape Town for me has 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 got the cocktail thing, has been doing the cocktail thing for quite some some time. And I'm not talking about those independent bar camp services that go off to functions and I'm talking about with, with lovely um, venues like uh, the orphanage and et cetera, et cetera. Joburg, finally we're seeing it coming up the ranks because it really hasn't been happening much, has it? In the last... Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, like, definitely. I mean, you take, Cape Town has got um, that kind of cocktail culture, mm-hmm. but in Joburg catching up very, very, very fast. We're seeing some amazing bars open. Um, and I, I think people's palates are opening a bit um, in Joburg, so it, it's good. We'll, we'll catch up to Cape Town very soon. I love to tell my co-host here, Duncan, that yes, it's not, it's no longer just a Long Island iced tea and a, and a cosmopolitan. I'm sorry, it's, th- those days are long gone. <laughs> <laughs> long, long gone, long gone. Dom, tell me something. Uh, do you, do you work, do you, do you have your own bar? I mean, I know that you work for a bar company. Um, but, but how did you get into this? Where did the love for, for bartending begin? Um, like, like we, we, we always have this saying and like, you, you know, that saying that, um, you, you don't, you don't choose something, something chooses you. And that's, I think it's very true for, for bartending. You know, you just, no one ever, no, it was actually one of my speeches at, at, at the competition was, um, you, you kind of fall into it. And then there's a certain group of people who really just kind of, um, become passionate about it. You know, like I, as, as a student, I needed to get, get a job, you know, like needed to pay mm. for petrol and have yeah, some money to, to go out. And you start a bartending job and you realize you, know, you, you can actually make a career out of it and it's fun and, and there's so much going on in, in this industry and you, you can travel. It is really a, a trade, you know, like you, you can go anywhere in the world, well, pretty much anywhere in the world, and get a job. It's a beautiful, beautiful. Correct. Industry. You can go on. You can go on the. You go go off to Miami, New York. You go to London. You go to Berlin, and you really can. You can make magic. And this is. And of course, because this has become, you know, you know. If you think about it, a hundred years ago, a cook was a great cook, let's say. Um, and then all of a sudden, chef schools opened up and people started chefing. Now, all of a sudden, mixology schools are opening up. And so you're going to have the tops, top mixologists. So it's interesting to be opening up to this. And I think it's a good thing because I think you're, you're entering a whole new uh, dynamic in terms of a career for, for a lot of people. And, and it's fun and it's social. And Dom, I bet you pick up a lot of chicks. <laughs> Tell the truth, Tom. Tell the truth to the old auntie. No, Eleanor, yeah. not at all. I'm oh, a very shy on. guy. Oh, very Dom. Shy guy. Come on, it's so, <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> no, there's only one woman I care about. There's only one woman I care about. Okay, let's leave it there. Dom, uh, congratulations. <laughs> we'll chat to you before you, in September. You go off to um, maybe we'll get you into studio to come and do some magic here sometime. Um, Please, thank, you for, thank you for joining me and congratulations. Anytime, man. Enjoy the rest of your day.
shot, brother. Cheers. That's Tom Walsh, the winner of the 2006 World Class Competition. And I, oh, lovely. That's how you make a great cocktail. In a moment, so I'm going to chat to Toby Euster about his new uh, CD that's come out, his new CD and DVD. Hmm. Uh, we'll chat to him in a moment. We've got uh, One Day in Time. We've got the Graham Watkins Project coming to the studio. It's going to be quite a show. Uh, I wanted to ask you something. What did you think of the Oscar outcome? Uh, well, let's just say uh, Judge Togozile Masipa paid homage to white privilege and just uh, being... Really? Yeah. Are you so... Uh, it's a little black-white thing again. I'm so bored. No, no, well, well look... So bored, really. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, look, I was, I was disappointed. Uh, I, I know the two... The why? Th- I don't understand why we're disappointed. The, the, he ran the course of the law. It went to, to an appeals court in Bloom. It came back to the court. The judge made it very clear why she's, she's made the decision. I don't understand why people are... You know, if it wasn't a public case, who, who would say what about it? You see, this is the thing. And, and what concerns me, I've got two big concerns. The first concern is that, don't you think it's that, that other cases... In this country, yeah. deserve the same amount of interest and time from the prosecution, from the state, um, and from the court to 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 have their their day in court. Let's say, don't you think? I, I think I, I do think so. I mean, so which is I don't think is a is a white or classist thing. I just think it was a public thing. Uh, number one, number two is that the man is going to jail. He looks like shit. He's probably going to just spend three years. But Alan, I just want to ask you: Yes, do you think? That he intentionally killed her. Can I tell you I don't? And I don't. What, what do you mean you don't? You don't think that he did? I, I think, hold on. I think it, there is so, so much room for interpretation and for speculation. And I think there's so much room that, that is, that is, is, is unclear. And I think only Oscar, God, and Reva know what actually happened. But I, but I think that there's reasonable doubt. What did Lots Judge Masipa say? Did she say that? No, no, that he's guilty. There's, there's no, there's no question here. He's guilty of murder. But if you're guilty for murder, surely you should get a higher sentence. No, that's what, but she followed the rule of the law. You can't, you see, this is what you, you can't, the, the, there she the is. law's not perfect though, Alan. No, but you, but she has case studies and weighs it up. And mm. it's in her opinion, and she would have got seven years, I think, because of the mitigating factors. She said, this is what you're going to get. Go off to Trong. Okay, what Ta-ta. about. But I tell you, I think if you had a, a big o Afrikaans Buddha judge, he would have sat 20 years. I'm telling you, that would have been. I think she was. She's a female. I think she's compassionate. I think she had a, a different um, point of view. I think she. I mean, she's a well-known. She's a top journalist. She's not an idiot. Before she went to the law profession. Mm. Um, so for for what it's worth, yeah. I, I have though it's an, an odd question I want to throw out to you, Duncan. Yeah. It's an odd question and something that is the unview. So hence we can ask these questions. I and with absolute respect and with compassion and with sympathy, the Steenkam family have obviously been through hell. Absolutely, it's not even a no greater hell than that. I do want to ask two questions. Number one, would you ever, if you lost your mother to a murderer, your sister, your child, your best friend, would you take six thousand rand for eighteen months during a trial from that person, from the the, the murderer? Would you do that? It's a question. <sighs> And, and, uh, and I must say, my mother shits me out on this one because she says to me, you know, these people were really poor. Yeah. They were battling. So therefore, one must have compassion. Look, let's just be frank. Uh, Riva used to help out her family with money every month. Okay, so and he, when she cool. passed away. But would you still do that? Yeah, let me just get to my point. And when she passed away, they had no sense of income at all. So then Oscar was really aware that he did take away that opportunity for them. So uh, would I take the money if I was on the other side? 
it's an interesting question. I throw it out there. I, I, this I w- is the unview. I would. I, would. I, have, an, I have one more question. One but more I, I, I question. need to forgive them well, the, before the, I take the money. Well, okay. Thank you. Thank you. But another thought, Pan. You've got to understand, and she said this very clearly, the uh, judgment sip. She said that public opinion cannot influence her decision. She's got to follow the letter of the law. So we understand the following, my friend Duncan, that the prosecutor had seen the photos of Reva, the blood in the toilet, the dead body. Mm. So did the defense. So did quite a few other people, um, the, obviously the doctors, the medical examiners, yeah, yeah. and obviously the judge and her two assistants. And later on the public. Now. I want to ask, the parents had to give permission to release those photos. If that was your dead child, would you do that to her body? Now the question, and you're not selling the photos, why would you do it and would you do that? I would never, after all this that this woman's been through, would I ever release her dead body, blood, bludgeoned, bloody body, and release it to you magazine and the public. I would never do that. I, f- I feel I like wouldn't do it. the pictures were That's e- me. eventually going to be leaked. But, uh, so, so your father must give permission? Let's, yeah, rather. And let's just rather. be clear. The, the father did say that he, the reason why he's putting out these pictures mm. is so that whoever owns a gun out there, whoever's interested in black ton and bullets, knows the, the extensive damage these things can do. That's, I'm so that, sorry. That's no, I would never it. do it. That's just me. But that's the unview, and this is CliffCentral.com. And uh, in a moment's time, we're going to chat to uh, Turby Yester. Uh, of course, it's the magic of radio. And, of course, we're going to make it happen. I am a South African. I carry the hopes and dreams of my country and the generations to come. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanye, we believe the future of our country will be defined by our actions today, which is why we are committed to the development of our leaders. Sibanye, we are one. Visit us on sibanyegold.co.za. Are you tired of your gym routine? With summer just around the corner, Movement X is here to help you change the way you train your body in new fun ways. The Trendy Studios offer a unique range of specialized fun workouts such as boxing, apex, extreme, pilates, bar X, and yoga, all designed to burn fat and build muscle. For the period of July, Movement X is offering all new clients a free seven-day trial period. Email info at movementx.co.za for more information. Movement X, explore fitness, experience change. Go to movementx.co.za for more info. Last year, the CEO Sleepout was the biggest fundraising event in South Africa. This year, as a proud digital media partner for the Sympathy Sleepout, Cliff Central is challenging you to rally your colleagues in a company Sleepout at your offices in support of the homeless and to raise money for education. It costs only 800 Rand to register. Visit cliffcentral.com for more info. This is the Unview on cliffcentral.com and of course we're halfway through the show uh, and it's good to be with you here with the magic of, of course, uh, Unradio in some sense. I would love to know if you have thoughts about my comments on the, the Oscar trial and the, the Steerencombe family. It's just a thought pattern. Uh, you can always Twitter us. You can uh, call us on 0861 or you can get hold of us uh, at cliffcentral.com. You can get hold of me at uh, alanford.co.za. I'd love to know your thoughts. Would you... And this is the question. Would you release pictures of your dead daughter, number one? And number two, would you take money from the man that you know murdered your, your daughter? I want to just ask the question. 
Hey, if we're going to condemn, condemn him, let's ask the question all round. And that I think is a fair question. On the, on the line, we've got Toby Euster. He is an Afrikaans opera singer and he's just released his new uh, DVD. Toby, welcome to the show. You there, Toby? Good morning, Alan. Good How morning, you doing? I'm good. It's nice to talk to you again. It's always good to speak to you. Now, tell me something, Turbs. Uh, you're, you've just released your new DVD uh, from the cathedral. Uh, tell me about it. Yes, it's actually my first DVD. This is your first? And um, It's my first DVD. Yes, I'm in the music industry now for 10 years. And I've made this decision after 10 years. I'm not going to throw a big party to celebrate my 10th year in the music industry. I would want to do something that I've always wanted to do. And everyone at my shows is asking me for, when I do one or two gospel songs, they love it. And the old Tunis came to me and said, Toby, can you please put that on a CD or something? We want to buy it. So then I decided I'm going to do this for myself. After 10 years, to say thank you for my talent. And for 10 years in the industry, I've released this DVD. And it's doing phenomenally well. Well, firstly, I mean, I know that in the first week you sell 4,000 copies. Which is really cool. Yes. Which is really yes, cool. And, and I want to, because you know, I'm going to go from you, Toby, just a, a conservative opera, Afrikaans singer to the rock band, the Grand Watkins Project here in the studio. But it just shows you two different <laughs> markets we've got in the world. But I mean, so you go from church to church <laughs> selling your DVD. Is that what, for the old tannies? I love it. For the old tannies. 4,000. I mean, one week. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing. One week. I we're think almost, it's, we're almost half the gold status. So yeah, I'm no. doing very well with it. Tell me something else. Uh, the um, it also comes with a CD, and do you have any original songs on it? Yes, the reason I put a CD on it is um, because there's some old times that don't have DVD players. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I kidding. love it! <laughs> but they can spend two hundred and fifty bucks on the thing. I love it. I'll ask Graham what comes in the moment. Would he do an old tiny, an old tiny exactly. album? They're gonna, they're gonna be mad at me. No, no, no. I'm just joking. Now, my concept was and. Um, I, used, I remember the songs that I grew up in church, all the old hallelujahs and the songs that I, that I don't um, sing anymore. Um, so I decided I'm going to put up, put up all those songs. And we're talking about old stuff like Oh Holy Night, the Ave Maria, Spanish um, Angelicus, and then a lot of Afrikaans stuff as well. So that's my repertoire. There's one song that I wrote myself. And um, yes, that's basically it. Well, that's magic. Toby, congratulations. Where can we get it? Alan, it's countrywide in, um, I know Musica is, has got a special on the moment for 99 Rand for a DVD and a CD. And um, so they can find it at Musica and it's also in other music stores as well. Okay. Be well, my friend, and I hope that you, that you rock it to success with you and your tannies. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks, Opera Alan, Singer. Thank you for day. joining me. Thank you. These new DVDs out in the cathedral. Um, so, yeah, from the cathedral to a rock, to a rock band. Um, of course, they started in uh, 2011, the Graham Watkins. Oops. What are you doing? What are you, you sleeping? <laughs> no, it's not me, Alan. Stop, look, stop sleeping on the job. Yeah. You don't have time. Uh, do you th- wait, do you think that what? I'll, I'll get a gun and show you, my dear, one day what, what you behave yourself. Is that a threat, Alan? Sure. Oh, hell, hell. And I met my, my guy. Oh, oh, you don't know the under- oh. homosexual thing, the gun I use. You know? oh, okay, all right. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. I'm not homosexual, by okay. the way. All right. I'll just put it out there. Okay, okay. Do you also, is it also done behind uh, the closed do you know toilet the one, door? Do you know the wonderful thing? <laughs> <laughs> Graham Watkins, welcome to the studio. You know, I was going to give you such a lovely introduction, but I mean, Thank really. You. That's rubbish, man. It's all a lie. The Graham Watkins Project started in 2011, and of course, their first album was Corridors of the Mind. Yes. And Great title. It, it, 
well, it's, let's, it's let's, let's go there. In the studio, we have got Graham Watkins himself and <clears throat> their drummer, uh, Matthew Moranis. Uh, the new single is called Love in Abundance. Yeah. And you know, Sumizi's not here because he'd be loving you in abundance. He'd be riding you. She takes his clothes off. Seriously, it's right or wrong. I mean, the man is, is such a, a male. Such. I cannot confirm or deny. He comes and feels him off the whole time. Okay, but he's just left us to go to Metro. So. Oh, has he left you? Oh, All right. Things happen. Has I he know. become a Metro now? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not a, From a homo to a Metro. Yeah, a homo to a Metro. But you yeah. know these famous people, all of a sudden they go on these idol shows, <clears throat> Graham, and, uh, yes. and, then, and then they go off to two other platforms. Um, tell me something, because <laughs> it's a great controversy. Yeah. I want to just, just go back to this, when yes. it happened in 2005. Mm. I love the fact, and I'm going to say this to you and to both of you, that you really made a, such a success after leaving that Idols, the Idols program. Thank you. And I think a lot of the guys, that now I think we're in season 17, so we have, if you take the top 10, 170 people, and how many of the 170 people have actually done something with their music career? Congratulations to you guys. Thank you. I think it's a big thing. Thank you. You know, um, I, must, I, must, I must say, though, that um, I think apart from hard work, uh, we really have been very lucky and very blessed in terms of our partnerships uh, in the career. A lot of people took me under their wing, um, showed me the way. Um, my wife really is another person who I mm. really have to credit because without her, I think a lot of this would have would have fallen short. And there has been times where we were like, is, is this going to work? But I found um, three incredible musos that um, really shared uh, – a common goal with me and uh, we 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 said you know let's do this let's do this properly and we did and uh, and, and and thank you for the compliments but mm-hmm. it has been a lot of hard work and i think that's something i'd like to stress to all the guys that come out of the competition they often ask me you know how did you do it and i just say the hard work comes you know you get all that publicity but if you don't use it you know you're you've got such a small gap and such a small window but graham that's the that's the intriguing part because you've again you've had 170 <coughs> top 10 yeah. Of which you were a part of one of the top ten, actually top three, um, in mm. two thousand and five. Yes, yeah. And have a look at where you guys have have and how you've grown as a, mm. a as a project. Yeah. Um, how did it start, Matthew? Well, it's not my fault. Can you hear me? Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> when? What is wrong with your child? You know these people. One stick that, we've got he's back. He's back. And, and he's a muser <clears throat> and a sound. What are you doing? Fingers, <laughs> just carry on. It's good. Yeah. Musicians, we can only count to two. Nicely, the jump by the way. And then right? four, if we really push. Four. So I'm, I'm a drummer. I can count to four. Don't worry, he won't be. My wife two. can count to eight. She's a dancer. Five, six, seven, eight. So we're a good team. <laughs> right. um, but uh, I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually didn't even watch uh, the idol season, uh, which, which Graham was involved in. Um, I got uh, myself, Rudo, and Rena were really good friends. And we, mm-hmm. we had we shared the same musical influences and the same sort of goals of what we were wanting to achieve. And um, when I met Graham and he came into the to, to the room with us, it almost felt like you know the missing piece of the puzzle, which was like mm. that we were always been looking for. And um, yeah, he's got a very exceptional talent. I mean, Graham, it really took us well by surprise. Really, I mean, we would sort of give him something in the rehearsal room, some sort of like energy, some sort of um, beat and 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 harmony, and he would be able to write a song in four minutes. It just it just flow out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. I used to follow him around with my laptop because I was just like, just what, sing, what is sing. he going to come up with? Because you know, after uh, it almost feels like it's a a different place that he goes to, and he come and he comes out of it almost doesn't remember exactly what happened. And we have to sort of remind him, dude, this was really good. It was a special sort of chemistry that we had, and then from there we knew we had to do something. Well, I'm going to use it, uh, an example: Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Yeah, you know, it's it's everybody's got their role to play. 
Mm. And of course, you're the lead singer. So you're yeah. the front of the band. Um, but if you don't have those team members. Completely. It, it doesn't. You know, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, um, <clears throat> say, oh, it's the, you know, it's the Graham Watkins project. It's all about you. And I, I stress it over and over again. You know, I'm nothing without, you know, the three pillars behind me. They, they really are. We, together we hold up a structure. And if you remove one of us, the whole structure is going to be compromised, if not collapsed. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, since then, you know, we've shortened it to GWP. It's a lot easier for the drunk MCs okay. at the festivals to say, <laughs> as opposed to the please welcome Graham, Graham Watson's Martin. prospect. <laughs> oh, prospect. Yeah, no, Graham Gra- Grant Watson's prospect. That was my favorite. Yeah. So, so, um, so yeah. So we've have short, you know, GWP, and also you know, internationally, we've started getting a little bit of traction, a little bit of interest. So it's nice to kind of take it, and it is, and it is GWP. That's what it is. It's 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 the four of us together, conquering the universe. Which is what which is a collective to go out there. And yeah. do. Now tell me something. You in 2011, you guys get together. You release your album album uh, corridors corridors of the mind. Mm. Tell me about that album, and you subsequently released. A second album Yeah Soldier and, on yes And yes. then you've got your Third one Well the third one's ca- so, It's coming Alright yeah, so, so so, This is this song is on the third album I'll break it down for yeah. you so, so what we're going to do For the now of the time being Is we're going to do We're going to do uh, Sort of single by single Okay That's kind of the trend At the moment Okay uh, Is to drop single by single And I also, also think We remain a lot more current That way If you if you give a whole body of work By the time you've Reached single four or five You might not necessarily be That your know, music changes So rapidly In mm-hmm. today's kind of generation It's instant gratification and then you know you old news so we're going to kind of try and stay fresh with the times and also we don't want the pressure of an album you know the second album put a lot of pressure on us in terms of trying to um recreate the success of the first one and the first one was phenomenal after the it music was. affair music affair sort of exploded and then you know it left us with mm-hmm. this oh my gosh you know this is real we can actually do this you know and then bloodshot eyes the london bridge um uh there was another one after that one um and they're all shot to if if not number one they're all shot to to the top mm. tens you know um and that that album took us to the states um and we were received really well in the states we then got an opportunity to work with jeff blue um, which mm-hmm. gave rise to Soldier On, from, which was the, the main song of the second album. Um, and Soldier On was great. I just think, you know, radio was in a very specific weird space at that time and the music industry mm-hmm. was in a weird space. So the album didn't necessarily get as much traction as we were hoping. But I think there were a lot of, um, unfavorable circumstances at the time. Um, and as a result, I must confess that it left a bit of a bitter taste in the band's mouth. You know, we were kind of like, well, well, you go off, you work with uh, Atlantic Records, you then go off and record in Los Angeles. Yeah. And all of a sudden you, you know, guys, that's what happens. You, yeah. you get the taste of the American bug mm. and you think, okay, Grammy, here we go. And then you get back and mm. it's a bit disappointing. Well, I think the people at home were, we're kind of denied a lot of, oh, it was just weird. Like radio was just in a very weird space. They were all about playing international music. And a lot of people go, oh, this 90% thing is a load of shit. But I tell you what, it, it is, it is incredibly, it is incredibly beneficial and it has given, breathed new life into the local music industry and mm. particularly, particularly the, the bands that you'd never otherwise hear. And now all of a sudden you're hearing these bands and you're realizing how good they are. Even I was unaware of them, you know, and you just realize that this industry needs that kind of support and that kind of breath. Well, I'm happy that you say that because I, I'll never forget, our, and we spoke to Chef Benny a little earlier, but about eight years ago, I went off to Mnet with a show called Candy Chef, <clears throat> which was very similarly based to the MasterChef yes, concert. Yeah. It hadn't even come out in Australia. 
And they went and they bought a, a multi-million rand format from Australia and didn't go with the local mm. concept. Now, the idea is that I think it's good for the industry that we're going to have more local music, more oh, local content. Yeah. But the question that I need to ask you is the following, is that should that be prescribed? Should, it, should someone say it has to be 90%? Okay, there, there's I've, a question. I have an answer to you, yes. Okay, you've got a smoking addiction. You smoke, you start out initially, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you realize that you're hooked, and you don't realize why you're hooked. And there's a whole bunch of things that go into those chemi- the chemicals in that cigarette. You're actually hooked on those more than you are the nicotine and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. So that's kind of what radio got themselves into. They were playing international music mm-hmm. without realizing why they were playing international music. And they thought the demand for international music was, dri- was listener-driven, and it actually wasn't. The listeners were being brainwashed. So there wasn't any, any space for uh, local content. And local content, as soon as it came onto radio, was compared with international quality. And it's not, it's not the case at all. You need to separate the two. I think now, for three months, 90% music on, on, on our local broadcaster, is, it takes three months to break a habit. So we've broken that habit. Mm. So once you've broken the habit, mm. you then make it 60%, 50% even. Okay. You're still allowing people to say, okay, sure, wow, local music is actually not that bad. And you listen to mm. you know, the likes of, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention them, mention but you know, 5 FM, you listen to it mm. now. It's breathed new life into that radio station. Right. I understand the SABC is in serious, serious trouble with regards to the whole oh, kind I love of censorship it. 600 and million like rand for television shows. Here we go, baby. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> but. What I understand why they, you know, they, they might be doing it for, for, for other reasons, but they don't understand that there is actually a positive spin happening on it. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I, I'm kind of for it, but I know that there is a negative side behind it as well. But you must understand something is that after these, these three months are done, the 90% will fall away. And then we are left with, you know, let's negotiate. Let's, let's meet it at a 50-50. Then you have Justin Bieber and you have December Streets who are phenomenal. That silly life. child. Where did he come from? Yeah. That Justin. He's Justin, you know, <laughs> so you've got the Mickey Mouse Club Mickey, and then you've got I know, South African in, quality. Uh, really Mickey Mouse. <laughs> You're right. It's so Mickey. It is Mickey Mouse. Good one. But, that, but that's, kind of, that's kind of my justification for it. You know, I've been advocating for, for, for local content and local music for a very mm. long time now. You can go onto my Facebook page. I had a huge rant. Actually, just prior to this, I released a video that, 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 that you got a lot of traction with um, the kiffness and so on and so forth. And a lot of musos came on and there was a common, a common thread that people were frustrated. You know, at the moment, I still feel that rock is kind of swept a little bit to the side and dance music is champion at the moment. But that's another thing that we'll come to. I'm not going to say we're not getting playlists. We are. Love and Abundance is doing exceptionally well across the board, even on the, the, the radio stations that aren't forced to subscribe to the local content thing. But I think everyone should. It's good music. That's the important thing. The quality of the music is still there. Thank you. It's good magic. So we're going to play it in a moment. Um, but but coming coming back to this industry, both of you, okay, and I don't know about, uh, is it uh, Rio and Rano? Rano, yeah. Just call them Rano. The Runos. Okay. Yeah, you just glue them together. Yeah, the other two. Um, but but, but y- y- in this business, people have learned that you've got to take your talent and do other things. So, for example, Matt, you've got Born to Perform. Mm, yeah. And you're doing... Uh, television work and incredible things there. Incredible. Yeah. And that's another that's thing. He's growing thing. at a grassroots level, which is phenomenal. Which is magical. You went off with Luis Obala and of course um making music for Tannies, you asked me earlier. And you, yes, you see, hey, I'm doing it. Hey, am I a Tani? No, no, not you. My darling, the old, old you, swing, honey. You yeah. can't hit swing is the classic magic of the yes, world. Say, I tell you Come what. on. And you and you've got that uh, and Brian Schimmel put you guys together where well, he was involved in yeah yeah he was our musical director okay. yes, yeah. and and of course you then doing a lot of corporates with that and uh, yeah incredible and of course you were all uh, we had so what I love about the industry is you're not stuck in the one yeah. mold of just being the you can't TWP. be there you can't, you can't, you can't it's too small you can't you can't so tell me a bit about your other projects 
Matthew. Uh, well, I, my wife and I run Stageworks Performing Arts School, mm-hmm. sort of developing the, the youth in singing, acting, drama, and preparing them for the industry. And uh, Is the talent hot out there? It's really hot. But it's hard to explain to hot. people. Ridiculously hot. It's hard, it's hard to explain to people. You say, this, this kid's really talented. They, they, they go, oh, yes, I'm sure they're only talented kids in the U.S. and the U.K. But mm. I'm telling you now, South Africa has got such a minefield of incredible, incredible talent. You've seen I it. I had the pleasure. I had the pleasure. But when you see it and when you hear it, yeah. then you realize, oh, my word, this is actually happening. When I went off to, to UJ yeah. and I saw that. Night uh, of the Stars. Night of the Stars. Brilliant. I actually came back and saw it twice. I was so moved. Wow. Oh, well, I couldn't believe how good these kids were. Yeah, I mean, when you see a 12-year-old sing Sam Smith better than Sam Smith, if that's possible, he you're really like, was good. Hurry. Those big glasses, how? Did they? Huh? Yeah. Come on, man. He, he, Actually. He, he, no, and, and, yeah, no, no. It was, listen, I've, I've got a personal attachment to it, but I, I thought it was great. And, and, the, and the youth orchestra, and so we need more of that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and of course, of course, we have schools that are cultivating yeah. this type of talent. Completely. And in all sectors. So not just in, Model C schools or private schools, yeah. you're finding it from schools all over the country, rural areas. Uh, you know, I mean, you look, you look at you look at how how sport galvanizes um, people, yeah. nations. You know, I don't see why music, which is is something we consume every day, can't do the same thing. And the performing arts industry. I mean, you look at the likes of the ballet or um, mm. you, the opera. You know, the unsung. The, the, you've got we've, we're exporting huge, huge numbers of huge. of. Of opera singers and ballet singers, uh, ballet dancers to overseas, yeah, to Europe, to Europe. huge amounts. Hey, you and don't even know are, Vienna. They, they're all going come there. On, they're all going yeah. there. So, so, yeah. so we need to we need to grow that. We need to grow that. I mean, I studied I studied drama um, at UCT. That was my first love, mm. you know, and still is my first love. And I just I, I think that the arts is is amazing. What would you like to do with it, Graham? So with with drama, I mean, would you like to do a movie? Would you like to be in television? Well, I've done. Well, you're doing of, drama on on stage when you yeah, yeah, perform. Would, clearly, yes, yes, it comes yeah. in yeah. performance. But what would you uh, like well, to I do? Well, I mean, I, I, look, I'd love to do a feature film. I think that would be that would be something I'd love to do. Really, um, I've done a lot of um, I've done a lot of shows before. Uh, I was on Rhythm City for a while. Did a little stint on mm. Landers the other day. Or Seven Delan, oh not Bernalanda, sorry. Whatever. Seven Delan. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. What, so, what so, did you do on Bernalanda? Oh, on Seven Delan, I was a bodyguard. Yeah, I could, yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? Me. Honestly. I was I'm both like a high school girl, but I was a bodyguard. <laughs> you were a bodyguard. Yeah, but I have ninja skills. That's what I would okay, let's, let's keep it at that. Keep yes. it there. Um, so yeah, so basically, oh, I've done, I've done my, my bit here and there with regards to things. But, sorry, I've kind of stolen what Matt was saying here. Yeah, no, but I think Matt's, Matt's, Matt, what Matt and Jim are really doing is, is phenomenal because, Going back to the sports thing, they, they, they're kind of doing the grassroots thing. You know, as soon as you're exposed to it, you realize that at a young age, you either love it or you don't. And the way our schools work is kind of like, you know, they push academics and they push, push sports. Mm. And culture really is kind of like a, a third, third re, fourth three thing that mm. you do. And then when you have your, your, your extra, uh, extracurriculums, um, yes, cult, those are the first things called. Yeah. But there are kids out there that just mm. want to make music, that just want to sing, that just want to dance. What happened to great choir? Hey. Those quiet days when we used to go to school hey. and the And then you got your quiet. solo and you thought you were the shizners. Yeah, the shizners, yes, correct. Hey. And now you are the shizners because you, with the Graham Watkins, yes, thank you, Mr. Buerta. You were great. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> well, Brian Buerta, you know, he was a he, 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 the amount of times he kicked me out of choir because I was a naughty kid. Were you? Well, I was, I was creative. I just had, I just, I had attention span of a goldfish, but I was great. And Brian, <laughs> great. listen, it's not Brian, true. Brian just, he kicked me out and every week he took me back. 
And I thank you for that, Brian. You're a wonderful man. I love That's you. A dedication to Brian Butcher. We'll send him this podcast. Where's he? He's, he's, he's in Cape Town. Okay. Yes. Um, this is cliffcentral.com. My name's Alan Ford. It's the interview. And of course, we, we're talking the magic and the magic of, of music and of course of talent in South Africa. And of course, uh, my guests in studio are Graham Watkins and Matthew Moranis from the GWP, the Graham mm-hmm. Watkins Project. Just, just in case you know people. Yeah. Are no, awesome. yeah. So, obviously, I love the music video. Um, Thanks. Awesome. I, I, I went to one of the color parties, um, and I loved that idea of, you know, so, you know, you take this, it's dye, basically, um, powdered dye. Powdered dye, yeah. And you end up, and I thought it was really great, so people should da- download it on YouTube. That's it. So, so you, so now there's no album coming out. So no. what do I do? I go to iTunes. iTunes, yes. You download the single. And I download the single, and I, I think pay the single, 7 I think the single comes, for it. comes coupled, um, with the music video, if I'm not mistaken. So, so you can watch it or listen to it. And that's how people, and then you, you, you download the piece. Okay, I get it. I'm going to play a bit of it. We're going to come back to chatting mm. some magic. Uh, let's just. This is it. That's it. Love in Abundance. After we play it, I want to know why you, wrote, why you wrote it and where it came about from. Cool. Love in abundance. Yeah. Or lovers in an abundance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, beautiful video. I love it. Thank you. you. I, Thank you. Matthew, Thank all you. that. You. As, you, as you hit those drums, there's this blue star in your face. Yeah, right up my nose. It, right in the sinuses for the next seven days. Okay. you got to go as, check As, as you're blowing your nose, it's all blue coming out bits all of, the time. Bits of Smurf. <laughs> it's very interesting. This is the uh, Graham Watkins project. They're in the studio, Matthew Moranis and Graham Watkins himself. The team... The other two members are not here, but of course, uh, they come yeah. as a collective. As a group. Yes. Great song. Please download it. YouTube. I mean, uh, not YouTube. Um, uh, iTunes. 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 iTunes and uh, Google Play as well. And please, the, the important thing is is spend the, I probably it's 9 rand 99 cents. I think it's actually seven ninety nine. Whatever. I mean, eight rands. I mean, eight South African rands. W- please, if you can buy yourself a chappy, do that. Yeah. Well, to support our local industry That's what it's about yes, It's usually important it's, and that's, it's as important as voting Well, it, it, Do you know the thing is that Otherwise you can't do it yeah, No one understands it You can't feed your family You can't buy your music equipment You can't get to a recording completely. studio to, to, to do that song Yeah that's it Costs a fortune Yeah Okay besides the time yeah. And the talent Yeah But you've got recording studios Absolutely. You have Instrumentation. Crews, you've got, you've got a, that, all that dye all over your face. You've probably shot that over. How many, how long did it take to shoot the video? We shot that, we shot it in a, in a day, but it was a long, a long day. day. It was yeah, a I mean, it's, it's number of cameras. It's a, mm. it's a, it's a, no, story. I mean, that camera that we had, put in, it was called the Phantom Murin, which is basically shooting at a thousand frames per second. What is that camera worth? How many, how many? Oh, well, we, what all we know it's 15 grand a day. 15 yeah. grand a day. Just to rent. Just, just to, rent. to rent the camera. Yeah, yeah. So please, just spend the 7 rand 99 cents. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't going to kill you, honey. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's another thing. And I, I never forget, because uh, Gareth, myself, and Yvonne Chaka Chaka did breakfast show. And Yvonne is one of the most famous women in Nigeria. 
but she's never made a cent <laughs> because they've just pirated all this stuff. Really? She, she walks into Nigeria, yeah. she's the princess of Africa. Seriously, they, they can have, they can fill uh, a stadium with 60, 70,000 people for Yvonne Chaka Chaka. And she says, I've never seen an effing cent from this damn thing. <laughs> but you know, um, and that's um, the thing, don't pirate. I mean, it's not cool. But you know what? People are using pirating to their own advantage. Like you say, Yvonne Chaka Chaka goes to Nigeria, mm. sells out 60,000 seater, makes, I have no doubt, a lot of money off that. So yeah. she might not get royalties, but. You look at, um, uh, uh, what were they called? Uh, Graham, listen to Courage Piracy. No, but I'm just saying that they are, uh, you know, uh, what did they go? Rocking the Neverland. Soundgarden. No, uh, man. Rocking the uh, Neverland. Yes, back to back Neverland. Uh, what are they called? Jeez, I'm going to get shot by all the hard rockers out there. Sorry. Um, anyway, um, so Metallica, there we go. Metallica, um, Went and had a look at all of the places they were pirated the most and went there and sold out like three or four shows mm. in a night. You know what I mean? In, 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 in a weekend and made such a lot of money off that. And they were realizing that if they weren't generating money off the actual sell, sales of the, of the song, they would spin make it, it somewhere they would else. spin it somewhere else. So, so, so Yvonne, I'm, Yvonne's fine. Yvonne's good. I'm just saying it was quite funny. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not encouraging piracy. No, we're not encouraging piracy, but (laughs) just at least go to the show. Okay. If you know, and you know the words. Be in the front (laughs) row. Get the golden circle. Don't be a Jew. Are you, are you, I'm Jewish, so I can say that. Are you Jewish? Yes. Ish. Ish, ish. Ish. Okay. Dad, mom, how's it going? Uh, my dad, my mom didn't make guys, so that's why I've been ex, I've been exiled. I can't go into the temple. Well. (laughs) I want to say my, my grandmother actually she, she fled Poland during the war So she came in a boat mm. With my dad over there So she was She was Hasidic as well So she was very orthodox And then you lived in Cape Town I lived in Cape Town So I you got the Cape Town Shua Shua do you? Yes yeah. Okay mm. Cape Town's a beautiful place Are you missing it? Oh, every day Living in Johannesburg Every day Every day but no one understands you, you've got to do it here, unfortunately. You do have to do it here. And yeah. also, you know, this, the scale of this place allows for it. Mm. Um, Cape Town's very small, very niche. Well, sadly, you, you, you stuck with three radio stations, if you're lucky. Mm. Um, you know, Joburg, you got, you got the whole of the SABC. You've mm. got so many different radio stations goes across, uh, South Africa. Yes. And Southern Africa. So I think that's, that's why you need Johannesburg. I found, I moved to Cape Town. I found it very difficult because mm. I, like, you know, this is where the business is. It, to me, it, I'm not saying there's no business in Cape Town. Yes. But of course, uh, you know. It's, yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, but it's incredible, beautiful city. I think if, if they had, if they had Joburg's weather, that would be amazing. Mm. Okay. Well, point taken, point taken. Uh, even though, I, I, listen, Cape Town's beautiful. It is amazing. Yeah, well, let's leave Best it there. city in the world. Question. Yeah. The, the concert goes. You still this is it still popular. Where do you perform? How do you, how do you guys get out there? Now I, I know with the swing, what is it called? The swing, S- swing city, swing city. Um, we'll you, sing pretty. You you you. you no wonder uh, Mr. Buddha kicked you out. You don't. Stop. I don't. I've got verbal diarrhea. <laughs> For one second, <laughs> if I was going to kick him out of the studio, actually, what I wanted to ask you, um, you're doing a lot of corporates. Yes. Um, but where do people firstly see? Uh, GWP Graham Watkins uh, Well we were performing At the Chili and Wine Festival At Monty In Like two weeks time I think it is Okay uh, Just travel check I'm sure if you Google Chili and Wine Monty It'll come up um, but, but there's no more though, the, the days of doing Tours Yeah I, Does South African bands Ever do tours Do you know what happened Is that when I was, As we discussed earlier mm. the, the, the sort of 
collapse of the local industry in a sense caused the collapse of music venues closing down because mm-hmm. there wasn't foot traffic because people weren't aware that bands had new stuff on the radio. Okay. So it kind of was one of those things, but I see them slowly but surely trying to pop up again and there's a, there's a huge revival. And I mean, obviously there are still the, 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 the old venues that are still, you know, still doing their stuff. Still doing their things. Yeah. You know, there's something interesting and I, and I, I haven't thought about it till this moment, but maybe you know they bring these big bands out like Metallica, or mm. they, you know, I think they did this rock, rock of the rock of yes, ages, whatever it's called, or they bring out Mariah Carey, called ABCD. You know what happened to the day when you had an opening act which was a South African band? Yeah, okay. You know, the, even if I'm going to say this, even if it's not Big Tom, mm. you know, which I, which I, I remember at that one point in time there was uh, a local artist performing on stage for an opening for somebody. Mm. It might have been you two or someone. And the interesting thing was that, and I, I found it extremely concerning that they didn't pay this particular singer. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually Danny Kerr, I think. Mm. Uh, they didn't pay him, but they paid millions and millions of rands for you two to take to the stage. Mm. Now, I'm not saying it's a money thing, but it was such a lovely thing to still get South African people Completely. to be on the same stage. But, you know, to put it into context, mm. you pay, you pay. What's her name? Nicki Minaj. You pay her 25 million rand, I think it was, or something ridiculous. For a show. Yeah, it was a conversion rate. If you just take, take, I think it's 2 million of that, you can get every single top band in the country to perform uh, together. Really? And and you're saving 23 million rand. And then you take the other million, you maybe put up a stage and maybe a couple of lose. Mm. So call it 20, 20. Call it 22,000, 22 million rand you'll save. And then Nicki Minaj comes and sings half songs. So to put into context. So we, if you just want to, if someone wants to invest, I promise you people will come. They will come. Because mm. we see it on Joburg Day. Completely. You see it at... Which the, is back, by the way. And I've got to tell you something, and this has got to be said. The best people in this country that can pull this stuff off... And I've seen it time and time again. You can try now to get into Sun City in two years' time to see Scospell. Uh, hmm. Mm. Try and go and see that Afrikaans Music Festival at Sun City in two years' time. Book, you can't get in. Yeah. You can't get in. It's packed. Mm. Mm. Those it's those Buddha people, they they outside that, that Sun City in, mm. and it's, it shows you if the if the if the if the magic is there, if it's exposed correctly, people will come. Completely. And also it's like it's part of their it's part of their thing now. It's part of their culture and everything. So it's become something. It's become it's become indoctrinated. Guys, thank you for coming to studio. Thank you for having us. It's magic to have you with me. Uh, so you didn't get to read our intro. Do you want to do it? <laughs> on the official get finale, Sasha Lee Davids was announced as the winner. She had 52.7% on the vote. Four days later, Idols announced that there was a big problem with the voting line. No, I'm joking. No. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, hear you. That was an FA Cup of note. Eh? Yeah, that's an FA Cup. He's no, cute. Thank God you got Kim. Otherwise, I'm taking a date. Thanks, man. But, uh, not like you'd accept necessarily, but let's see what no, happens. I'm, I'm built for I'm built for speed. You're built for comfort. Let's go. Oh! <laughs> That will go down <laughs> in the history. I'm going to tell every man. I said, baby, you both for speed. I'm both for cup. Let's go. <laughs> I love these folks. That was the Graham Watkins Project. Thank you, Matthew Moranis. Graham Watkins for joining me in studio. <clears throat> Thanks for having us. Thank you, guys. It's brilliant. And don't forget, please, download Love in Abundance. It's a, it's a, it's a great, great, it's a really a great hit. Absolutely. Lovely being with you, Doll. How's it going? As always, it's going fantastic. Are, we, are you focused on the show? Are you going to hit the right buttons next you, week? You can always trust me to you, man. Got a great show lined, lined up next week. Don't miss it. Eh? Oh, yeah.
I'm off to Nazna. Please be safe, everybody. Love one another. And you know what? Have a great, great weekend. My name is Alan Ford. This is cliffcentral.com. And, of course, it is The Unview. The Unview. The thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com.